podcast, podcast, you can't win. I touch black and white just by stroking my chin. Tell mama got a plan if he just sit in. And we can be the sons and thus fit in. I'm talking a good game, topics never lame. Conversations just the same right before they left the brain. Seriously funny, but if you take us seriously, you end up smiling. If not, laugh hilariously. And every Tuesdays we're on the ones, so stay in tune before noon. It's the particle sons. It's ridiculously funny, 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 funny. Welcome back to the best no judgment zone. Space in the works. Neither one of us had a lot of degrees. I am marvelous. You sure you just you're just marvelous today? There's no add-ons, no extra, no no. I'm a basic bitch today. All right. Psych. No, I was fucking with you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Man. No, you got more. You got no, more. No, no, no. I'm, sure? I'm, sure? I'm just sure. go ahead. <laughs> and I'm not your average blackout, Josephs. And we are the Pineapple Sons, Sons, baby. Let's start this show. Welcome to the wonderful final season of Earth, folks. Hopefully, (laughs) hopefully this is episode four, and we have 13 episodes in this season. (laughs) And tomorrow's weather, fire and brimstone. Facts. (laughs) Don't forget, in October, quarantine part two is coming up, so... How about yeah. them apples and stuff, whatever? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I just hope my son and I, we get recast and you as well get recasted in the remake. The remake 2.0? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you gotta, you know, because you know they like to do remakes now. Yeah. So yeah. at least we have something like that. It's just crazy out here, man. It is crazy, but imagine if you were part of Re- Rebirth 2.0 and you got to pick your character, like how you wanted your character to be in the Rebirth 2.0. Me just taller. <laughs> you, just, you just say same shit, just more height. Alvin Ooh. Williams with more of a Marv flair. Right, That's okay, it. Okay. And hair. I got you. Because you know he I already bald and everything like that. Whatever. So you. just just work with the hair piece and stuff. Whatever. I think I'd come back like like a like like a Doctor Claw character. Doctor Claw. Like, yeah. From like like the gadget. Like yeah, you ain't never know it's me. You ain't never see my face. You just see my hand like this, and, and then I just be pulling strings in the background. Oh, that's gangster. Yeah, that's gangster. You know what I mean? You gotta stay low. If there's one thing that I've learned from Earth 1.0 (laughs) (laughs) is that you gotta be the one percent of the one percent. You gotta be a million, a billionaire, like of the billionaires. You gotta be the person nobody knows. That, you know what? That might work. But you see the thing and stuff, whatever. That's very hard, though. Even like right now. like Hard for us. Ask the 1% of the 1%. There might be some 1% we don't even know of. There might be some 1%ers we don't even know. You know I'm that, pretty sure there's some 1%ers we you don't know. That, you know that one dude and stuff who came out and gave, um I think, Morehouse that... um like to say he's gonna pay for like all their debts, the student debts. Yes, man, I never heard that dude a day in my I've, life until right. until you're that right. time. You're right. I never. So there's some one percent is out here that we do not even know about. Cause I'm like, you you billionaire dude. I was like, where are you did this? So I was like, yeah, either one percent or the one percent no one knows. You know that's. I wonder if, uh, how much of the black billionaires we know of. Not that much. Probably not that much. 
like you said, you might be, it might be a, like, doc, it might be a Dr. Claw motherfucker stuff out there pulling the strings to like a company we probably even know not of. Not even heard of. No, we know of. We know of the company. You think, you think you know of. And then the guy's probably just walking past us like every day. Like we don't even know him and everything like. But just, just even think of the ones that we don't even know of. Like if, okay, granted the ones we know, but the ones that we don't even know of. Mm. Those guys. 1% of the 1%. And then just sometimes just the 1% and Still ain't nobody you know who the hell they are. Facts. I mean, it would be a Dr. Claw mom with his with my cat. I mean, still be stroking cats in uh, Rebirth 2.0. I like what you did right there. I like what you did right there. Like that? I also would like to be stroking <laughs> cats in Rebirth 2.0. And 2.0. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Um, so, yeah, man, let's, let's, get to, let's get to some shit. Let's man. get to it. Um, so, remember, we were talking about the buying black yes. thing and stuff yes. and everything. Um, to the folks at home, we are we are doing our ones and twos and our parts to make yeah. it happen. Right? Did we mention it last? We mentioned. We, it, it was just, just a thought. A, a, a it was a flop. thought. So we we put, thought a lot of free thoughts on this damn show. We have. We have. We thought a lot of free thoughts, and a lot of people be biting us. You know, <clears throat> Big Bert. But you know, there's a lot of people. I'm calling names <laughs> out. I'm calling them buffs like they had a phone number and everything. But there's a lot of there's a lot of things and stuff that I want to say. We always do talk about, and then. This is one thing I guess we're really looking into to go in depth with whatever. But um, yeah, we spoke about the Black Friday, you know, buying black on a on a Friday. Right. I started like the first Friday every month. That's what we're doing. So practice what you preach. Yeah. I did it. You did it this this Friday. This past, past Friday okay. and stuff, whatever. Okay. And and was it just a, was this Friday pass? Was it the first, first Friday? Friday? Yeah, it was. The first Friday of the month. Okay. And it was basic as shit. Like I, I feel like anybody who doesn't really participate or choose to make it seem like it's hard. Yeah, it's a straight excuse. Cause so basically, <clears throat> I needed gas. Well, I didn't need gas, but I needed to get gas because gas was a lot cheaper in, in like your neck of the woods. And I was and we were rocking together on a Wednesday, right? So I got gas in your neck of the woods and stuff and everything, and I filled up then. So I didn't need gas to get gas on Friday and everything and stuff. And then the Thursday, I went to the grocery store to pick up some things and stuff, whatever, for my son and everything like that. And then things and stuff that I needed and all the above. Um, the Friday morning, I woke up, got myself together, went to work. Okay. Um, I had stuff at work. So I didn't really need too much for breakfast. Right. So I already had things already pre-bought in there and stuff at my desk to eat for breakfast and have my tea and stuff as usual. Lunchtime, I went with a coworker and stuff, whatever. We went to a Jamaican restaurant within the vicinity mm. that we normally rock with and stuff on a Tuesday. But because we knew the first of the month was coming up, I made a conscious effort to be aware and go on the Friday, Friday. Instead, of the instead of the Tuesday. So I went and the meals there and stuff, whatever, you know. Um, free hit is King's Delight. Yeah. And... I like that joint. Nice, yeah, King's nice Delight. Yeah, yeah, you King's know, Delight. it was five, I got like the $5 meal and it, it, it held me, held me down and stuff, whatever, for like yeah. the rest of the day. Um, So I spent $5 then. And then, right before I went to go pick up my son, like after I left work and everything like that, whatever, I said, let me grab a little something and stuff to kind of hold me down for the rest of the night because I eat dinner early. Right. Okay. I'm kind of like a bootleg Caucasian with supper. You 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 eat supper. I I, I don't know what supper is yet. Yeah. One day I'll learn what supper is. I might yeah. spend some bandwidth to probably Google supper. But you know, I have a little early and stuff, whatever as well. And then 
I ate and then I went to go pick up Lil Man and stuff for them. And I just vibed out and stuff for them for basically the rest of the day. So the full day on the first Friday of this month of June, I only spent $10 Canadian. I put $5 into one business and $5 into another black-owned business. I don't see it's a problem. Nah. Yeah. I, like, I, I, I don't see where it might be a difficulty and stuff and everything because I basically put just that into the economy. I think for some people, it's it's because we're such creatures, creatures of habit. habit. Yeah, creatures of habit. Yeah. Just the 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 thought of it with, without actually thinking of it, right? Mm. The, the, just the thought of it, just the thought of it in appearance mm-hmm. is something like some people automatically feel like it's something that they can't do because they're so used to patronizing right. all these businesses outside of the black community right. right but if we if we stop and think about it if we can think about all the Fridays that have passed in our lifetime mm-hmm. there's probably been a Friday where we haven't spent any sort of money and maybe even possibly have spent only money within the black community true it's not you know what I mean it's not a far-fetched concept being that you know, we either like West Indian or soul food. So at one point on a Friday, we might have eaten that, right? Yeah. Um, we're not always buying gas every day. That day might have right. been a Friday. Exactly. You know what I mean? But gas prices even go up on a Friday. Gas prices even go up on a Friday. I think I think what we're more more looking at is now um, a conscious effort. And not only a, a conscious effort, but a, a purpose behind the effort. And that is, we know how much money per capita our community throws into the economy. Bruh. Right? Where do, you want, where do you want to start? If it's in America, <clears throat> just just black. Just black. Just black as of 2018, according to um, Nielsen.com. Right. Just blacks throw one point. $2 trillion annually into the economy. Yeah. $1.2 trillion. One, well, we know black women and stuff, y'all rock, but y'all throw a lot of money into the beauty area. Like, we, Weaves is not cheap. That, no, it's, it's weaves not cheap beauty, Weaves and beauty, lashes and all those type of things. Those things add up, but we don't pay it no attention. Right. Whatever, right? right? It goes like that high and stuff like that. Whatever, like when I went to go do like research and everything and stuff, like see how much and stuff, whatever. Canada is a lot different because the population of Black people in America, yeah, is about thirty-eight million. Right, that's right. more than that's more Blacks in America than it is people in Canada. Canada period. period. Yeah, yeah, right. And the amount of Black stuff in Canada itself and stuff, whatever, is under two million. Okay, it's under two million Blacks and stuff, but out of the thirty-six. Six million and change, right? Right. So those people are black, but that's according to the census because you know some niggas get smuggled over. Yeah, you know, yeah. Some niggas we trying know to hide from the you know from the feds good, and everything good like 2, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Floating around two thousand, two hundred thousand, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hundred thousand stuff, whatever, right? But I mean, like, and that's these are the ones that participate in the census, right? right. Why you need to participate in the census so they know where to allocate the funds to your community, folks. So that's the reason why census is important. Before, I was anti-census too. I was looking like, y'all got to know what the fuck going on in my house. Yeah, but I mean, because with, with the census, that it's always a question, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, 
Yeah, you want to have the numbers represented in uh, what the service represent the, the the numbers in the community that the census is taking, right? Okay. But a lot of times, it's people feel, um, especially in areas, especially with the people who we we just discussed, maybe the two hundred thousand that don't, you know, fit certain criteria or maybe mm-hmm. illegal aliens or so forth. They feel sometimes the census may be a way of trying to seek out where they're staying, staying right? And and but they won't they won't get the census though. They won't because they they're, won't they're, get the census. Yeah, they're they illegal. They won't get the census because they're illegal. Right. But they feel some way somehow that's how they that they, they take those numbers and kind of mesh it against what's happening in in, in that thing and kind of had use that as a determination of. Where the illegals are actually congregating the same saying and, and so forth like and that. And that, that's fine. But remember, you have to also think on the flip side, because I always tell people, I don't know why we even made this into a associate of sons. It's gonna change. Don't be self-centered, be self-aware. Yes. Cause the thing is stuff is that a lot of people have to understand the stuff, whatever, that like, all right, say you're illegal and stuff for them, you live with me and everything like that, whatever, right? Right. At the end of the day. You're going to probably be with me for probably maybe, let's say, five years max. Right. And then you probably move off and do your own damn thing and stuff, whatever. And if I have no plans of, or I bought a house and I know I'm in this bitch for like 25 years for the mortgage and stuff, whatever, I'm not really going to go anywhere. Right. But I still need things to function within my area that works for me. For you. So if I don't put, like, if I have, like, me and um my top model girlfriend, Rihanna, mm. live with me. Let me mm. live in my affectional okay, world. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You know, no, no, go ahead. We, you... we live together and stuff, whatever, you know, and, you know, and my son and everything, that's three heads I'm supposed to put on the census. Right. But if you come with, you know, you and your girl and everything like that, whatever, I'm not going to add you guys to say there's five people in our household. Common sense is still telling me and stuff, and I'm trying to hide you off the books. Right. But yet it's still, I still have to cater to the fact that, like, me... Riri, call me sometime. And my son right. is all together. Right. So we still have to make sure and stuff for that, that things and stuff are still set for us even after you leave. Right. So it's still better than to, for me to say, it's just me living there by myself. Yeah. Because a lot of people always misunderstand the census. I misunderstood the census and stuff for that for a good period of time too. So I'm no better. If they realize and stuff that's like, one body of per household, one body per household, one body per household. Then when it comes to the local hospital, that local hospital is not going to get all that funds and stuff for them because they only have to cater to like, let's say, 100,000 people. Right. But if they realize and stuff that like there's four people in my household, four people in your household and stuff, and they, and they realize they have to allocate like, to cater for 400,000 and stuff, dollars might go to that hospital. Yeah. That's why a lot of times neighboring hospitals, neighboring schools get closed down because people aren't participating in the census because mm. they're not allocating the funds to the places where they need to be. Okay. Okay. So, like I said, participate, census, vote. Yeah. You don't like the shit that you see going on in your world? Vote. Yeah. Get these fuckers out of there. Put some people that you, you want or you need to, that you know about to put in the position of power and that be that. That's yeah. how a lot of people been doing it. Right, right. I mean, okay, so you said again, how how much was the figure that you just, you, you gave out? That was 1.3? 1. 1. 1.2. 1.2 trillion. trillion. In the U.S. And in, in the Canada, in Canada, um, annually, it's about 67,000. 67,000. Annually. Okay. Per black. Per black. Per black. Per black. Per black. 
Yeah, that's crazy, huh? You ain't even think of it like that. So, okay, so so with okay, so with that in mind, so going mm-hmm. going back to what I was originally saying, with that in mind, mm-hmm. I mean, again, we, we you know, there's probably been Fridays where we've you know supported the black community and and haven't bought outside of the community, but what we're looking at now mm-hmm. is you know a, a means of having a, a say in the world and if we look around to all the other nationalities th- that are you know pulling their own weight the, mm-hmm. the 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 number one thing that we can see is that they've established some form of economy facts whether it be you know what i mean whether it be small and self-sustaining or you know a superpower level strong and dominant right mm-hmm. there's some sort of form of economy which we don't have you know so it's a, it's an effort now where we're saying listen we got to somehow create it how do we create it well every step you know what i mean is small in the beginning but as you grow your feet get your feet get bigger those steps get bigger mm-hmm. and we look, we're looking at it as even if you say you don't you're not even going to support a black business on a first friday if you consciously say to yourself you're not supporting anything outside of the black community on that first friday that 1.3 trillion or 1.2 trillion 68,000 per black, black person, in, person Canada. in Canada. That Friday, they're going to feel that. And they're going to realize how important we are. And this is the whole thing. You know what I mean? E- economic power is what stands above everything else in this, in this you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, this capitalistic society. I'm sorry to say. But it's money, but people people respect money over they respect people a person. People respect money like, over they, they respect the person. Some, and people, some people, not to cut you, but some people don't like, probably don't like Bill Gates. Remember, they, they got like committees of anti-Bill Gates across the board. But oh, you respect his billions. Listen, people who work with Bill Gates don't like Bill Gates. Okay. Right? But the fact is, listen, man, I, I remember working in businesses when the first one of the first lessons that I learned, right? I was part of a team and I think some squads went down and so forth like that. And the boss simply came in and said, listen, man, you don't, y'all don't have to like each other, but the sake of, for the sake of the company, y'all have to work together. Mm-hmm. Right? And you respect that, Right? If everybody's trying to make something for themselves, right, and that person has a piece of your puzzle, you have a piece of their puzzle, so you got to make that exchange, whether you like each other or not. But you don't know; you don't have to like somebody to work to with them. No, you that's don't. A, that's you it. Don't. That's right. a, that's an adult general rule. The, the kids might not know because you think everything's friendship and stuff based with it. It's not. The adults, the real adults, stuff know for a fact. You're probably employed somewhere where. You probably got employed somewhere where no, probably maybe one possible friend might have got you the job, yeah, or no one at all. You know, and just exp- just expound on that on that point. 
Cause we, I mean, when the pushbacks, I believe, you know, I, I try and throw one Spow. one word in, in there every now and ep- every episode. In the- okay, but this it's found on at one point, mm-hmm. right? A lot of pushback that we've been getting is from the community itself, saying the black community does not have any good customer service. Right, right. This is where that. This is where that. You know, I mean, you would hope. That type of mentality, though, what we're just talking about, mm-hmm. where you you don't have to like the person to to work with the person to establish. This is where you hope that sort of thinking would just would flourish, right? Because now you you're saying to yourself, your customer service may not be all that, but guess what? Your product is good, right? Right? I'm not gonna argue with you with your product. Your, your, your product is good. So if I have to put up your with the attitude to get what I want, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's servicing the community, right? Right? Then I, I'll just I'll just overlook that because a lot of times we'll we'll overlook other people's bad attitudes Absolutely. outside of our community Absolutely. for the service, right? Right. So I mean, all of a sudden, I don't just turn around and say you're not going to support your own because. They 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 don't have no 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 sort of customer service. Man, look here, moral story and shit, whatever. I say this, whatever. People got no problem. The Jewish people don't do it. When it comes to their Friday, the the Sabbath, yeah, they don't fuck with nobody. They don't put no money and nothing. They walk to their synagogues. That's why they live in their hoods. They walk to their own shit, and when they're done, they go and kick it with their fam. They bond with their fam. They probably spend little to nothing, but we respect that Jewish dollar, though. You know something. This goes back to a, a, a I don't know what episode it was when we started talking about the Jew unit. No. Oh, okay. I remember black churches. Oh, with the mega churches and everything. The mega churches and stuff yeah, yeah, like that. Because the one thing that you I mean you just mentioned just a while ago was synagogues, mm-hmm. right? A lot of the business practices mm-hmm. are discussed there in places like that, right? right? The Indians, or the South Asians, rather, mm-hmm. right? A lot of their business dealings and stuff like that is discussed at the temples, mm. right? I don't, I don't know if any of that is discussed at mega churches, well, at mega churches. What else I'm saying? This is how I feel like is good. The fact that like you put it out there and stuff into like the ethos. Because the thing is, stuff is that it's kind of like no one thought of it before, and it's kind of like, yeah. So here, where whosoever our listeners may be, and all the above, whatever they hear this now, they're probably like, maybe we need to start. Besides just talking about God, we need to congregate on to do better within our world and our community right. from within these churches. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think the thought probably crossed them because it's kind of like you have church, like main church on Sunday. Yeah, Bible study maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, and then I don't know most churches stuff to have like a community outreach thing or community banter and stuff for there. Because remember I said we 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 need a ten point plan. Your great idea, my great idea, their great ideas and stuff for there when they come together and everything, and then we just say like, okay, let us try this. I just thought of something outside of outside of the banks. Mm. Do you think there's any other? Institution that gets more deposits than black churches? No. No. 
Nah, no way, no way. So think about it, right? I, I, I'd be curious. I, I would be curious to know that spending capital that we just mentioned, right? right. The, the one point two trillion, right? Mm. The sixty eight thousand per household, right? Mm. I'd be interested in knowing how much a year actually goes into black ministry in probably tons probably tons because it, it it varies right I touch a church probably like twice a year right and when I touch a church and stuff whatever, the minimum I probably might put is 10 bucks if the sermon slap yeah you might get a 20 you out of me you might get a 20 out of me you might get a 20 out of me but like this and this is pre-COVID like I want to I want to hear like some sermon and stuff that might talk about like you know like don't let the devil touch you because you're going to wear a red button up. Da-na. Let Jesus da-na. touch your soul. Da-na. When it gets to something like that, it'd be like, oh shit, he's, he's speaking to me. Yo, hold this 20. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. But I'm like, I don't go to church like that. I believe in God doesn't dwell in man-made structure. He dwells in the die heart. And there's other people and stuff tell me, shut the fuck up. God needs you to be in service every damn Sunday. And they're devoted. And then they dropped their money. Shit, I know a dude who went on employment. Unemployment. To drop, to drop, to, to... And still drop money in church. So he dropped money in church while he was employed. And when he lost his job, he took his unemployment check to drop again in church. Right, right. What the fuck? So, and then, so then you really start to think about it, right? You add all that up. And then you say, then you say to yourself, you know what I mean? If what, all these know? other communities have established a way of economics through, you know, through the religious establishments. What, what happened to us? Like We're going to get excuses. What happened to us? Wait, that's what I'm saying. We, we, like I said, the part of a 10-point plan or even a three-point plan is identifying what the problem is. You shoot a solution. I shoot a solution. Someone else shoots a solution and stuff, whatever. And we try to conquer that problem. This is probably say if it's just brand new to the to the world. There's a comment section on every plug and stuff, whatever. There's wherever to shoot an idea right. for us to congregate and stuff with our listeners and even people and stuff whatever, who probably would just get hip to the podcast for this purpose and stuff, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. It still has to start from somewhere for it to go to say, okay, hmm, we never thought of it like that. What we're doing before wasn't working. Let us try something new. And then some people believe in the Don Quixote thing, whatever. For those who don't know Don Quixote, he's the key icon for persistency is the key. Hmm. They'll attack shit the same damn way. They'll protest the same damn way. The definition of sanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Right. Some people just believe in persistency is the key. And if they believe in that type of level and stuff, nothing will change. Why not try something new if you realize for the past five times it hasn't worked? Let the sixth time not be a repeat of the last five. Let it be something new. Yeah. I don't know. Just a thought. Thoughts of a madman. Thoughts of a madman. So may I ask you this? What would you do if a store made a mistake in your favor? Especially like a, a black-owned store. They made a mistake in your favor. So let's say let's say you bought like two $5 meals. 10 bucks. Right. You hand over a 20 piece. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. She give you back $15. Now she, I want to be sexist. He or she (laughs) gave you back 
15 bucks. What do you do? I don't know. You don't know? I, no, I said, I let, I let them know. You let them know? Yeah. You let them know. Yeah, yeah stuff like, like, stuff like that, I'm pretty, I wouldn't say honest, because I don't think anybody who may think otherwise might be dis, might be dishonest. You might see it as you, you've lucked in on something, right? Mm -hmm. But, for me, if I'm if I'm right there at there when it happens, mm -hmm. and I can correct it when it happens, then yeah, I'll I'll do so. If on the other hand, let's say I bought one sandwich, right? Okay, and I was I was going through the drive-through when I did it, mm -hmm. right? I drive off, and you I open up my bag and I realize there's two sandwiches in there. Mm -hmm. Well then. I've already driven off at that point. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not going to break my neck to turn around and... Bless your heart. I'm just going to chalk it up as me as a winner at that I thought point. I was the Antichrist on this show, but bless your no, heart. No, no, no. I'm chalking me up as a winner at that point. Oh. So that's like I said. Oh, as a winner? At that point. <laughs> okay. I catch it right there where it is. What I'm, yeah. I can physically say, okay, you know what? This is what happened. It's a common mistake. Because I don't know what that person going to face. Okay, so I'm going to say this. One, I am black. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And I believe in my God. And sometimes God just throws these blessings at you and you just have nothing to do but uh, take the blessings. So it's a, ble it's a blessing, right? What he will, what he will do. Okay? So that, that's my thing. I, but me, depends on where I am in life. I always look at it like that. Yeah. If I'm in a situation and stuff, whatever, like, I can, like, let's say, like, with the whole scenario I gave you, mm -hmm. if I know, like, right now, like, I, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, like the 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 giving me giving back the five bucks and stuff, whatever is not gonna hurt me or anything like that and everything. I'd be like, yo, miss, skip sexes again. <laughs> Excuse me. Why is everybody serving you women? What's wrong? I like when women serve me, you know? It's just me. It's not a sexist thing. It's just I'm not into men. Yeah. I'm not yeah. into men. I hear you, I hear you. Not into men. But you know, be like, you know, excuse me. I believe, you know, you gave me a little bit more than was what I Ask. You know, right, ask right, and stuff, right. or you made a mistake right, right. and everything like that. But you know, if I'm struggling and everything and stuff, then I probably only got like 15 bucks in my account yeah, and everything. And then I take out this cash and stuff, whatever. I still have 15 bucks in my account, but I have like this 20. Right. And then you give me back 15 and I pay for two $5 meals. I look up, what he will, what he will do. All right. Some, some are good. I'll get you now. Okay. So it's been it's been a minute since I get I, I got you. So gonna, it's been a while. I'm gonna get you. All right. Go ahead. So let's flip let's flip it around now. Mm. Right. Mm. You're buying a meal, right? Mm. The meal costs ten dollars, mm. right? You dip into your wallet. You got a fifty. You got a twenty. You got a ten, right? You're not looking, and you mistakenly hand do twenty instead of the ten dollars, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you packing up, you're getting ready, and you leave. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Same situation, right? You struggling. You don't have all that money. You just you can you only could afford the $10 meal. That's why you spent the $10 or seemingly spent the $10. Right. Right? Right. Before you walk out that man's store, that man says, Hey, sorry, excuse me. Mm -hmm. You gave me too much money. 
That's God speaking through him. That's God that's speaking. God, that's God speaking. That's through God speaking. Him. To that's God speaking. Him. To that's him. not God telling him, "Oh, you you got a ten dollar profit." No, no, that's God speaking to him. Like you know, God knows that boy Marv so might be uncle, struggling. How God ain't telling you that hey, that storekeeper? My God is different than yours, my G. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my God, a little bit different than yours. That's all I gotta say. He's just a little bit different. He may not come when you want him, but he's here right on time. Cause yeah. he's a on time. He's right on time mm-hmm. before I walk out. I bet he is. Yes, he is. I bet he is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Any more questions about my yeah. lord? The storm go keep here ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you you gonna be down and up? Yo, he gonna like, be screaming on the come up. Check it. I think like the other day, probably like I know for a fact and stuff because like you know with the whole COVID situation popping off. Yeah. I don't carry as much cash as I used to because you know I pay places and stuff for that. Don't like, take cash. Right, exactly. Right. Whatever, right? So I might just keep like maybe like a little 40 bucks cash on me. And when that dwindles away, so I know I'm going to do more debits and all that type of stuff and everything. And I knew for a fact that I didn't spend, um, like, I, like I think one time I had like maybe 30 bucks in my pocket, whatever, right? Right. And I looked and I'm like, damn, I had a 10. And I can't recollect nowhere why I used a 10. But I know there was one time and stuff, whatever, when I went to go pay for something cash. Yeah. I took out like a five and I guess the 10 must have came out of stuff whatever because I'm trying to be so mindful of hand hygiene now and everything and stuff for that. So I think in the process of me trying to be mindful of hand hygiene, I I dropped the bill. I dropped the $10 somewhere, whatever, right? So I was looking, I was like, damn. And I said to myself, I'm like, yo, real talk. I hope whoever found the $10 was in more need of it than I am. Yeah. And that's what I said. Honestly, that's what you usually you usually gotta just look at it as, you know. What I mean? what like saying, that like that, person, hopefully, it helped that person do whatever. You know, what yeah. I mean? That's what I'm saying. My, my guy's like, "Yo, Marv, you good? I got some blessings coming your way. Yeah. Be easy. This person might need this ten bucks to feed their fam, put it in their tank, whatever the case, to kind of get them by and stuff, whatever. What he will and what he do. And chances is, I mean, you're not to say that." The money is not important to you, mm-hmm. but you're not in a situation where you like you're you're watching every last dollar in your wallet, right? Type right. of deal, you know what I mean? Right, so, right. a situation like what you just described can happen like that all the time. Because you're a person who's watching everything in your wallet. Ain't nothing moving from your True. from your wallet. True, you're you're, you're you're making sure you're taking out everything carefully. You understand? Absolutely. So, you know, hopefully, a person who is like that found that found that money. Whoever is clever, man. Because I mean, like, especially like you know, with all the like the looting and the rioting and stuff, whatever. I hope that whosoever is like looting and rioting, more looting mm. is doing it for. Like, it's kind of like they might need this or in any case, they might get it to fence it to kind of supplement what they need and stuff, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're like, because I feel like if you have like disposable a million dollars at your thing and stuff, like that, I don't see you going down there to go right and to go loot. You had a million dollars, you're, you're going to go loot? You're going to loot it? Nah. That's nah, what I'm saying. Nah. But it, but if you, nah, if you have no looted stuff either. But if you have like less than like maybe a hundred bucks and stuff, or you know, you go to a loot and everything, be like, you might take shit that you might not need, but you might find a way to try and fence it and everything, like to kind of supplement the things that you might need. That might be a purpose and stuff, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. So I mean, 
it's 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 dodgy like that. I think like with the whole like the looting thing has different dances stuff whatever. Yo, do you think go ahead. do you think we'll come to the point where looting certain things probably might might not make sense? Hear me out. Like like um like certain electronics, okay. right? When you get it or when you purchase it, mm-hmm. right? It's usually you know it may have sat on the the, the store shelf about a week or two um, before it got to the store, sat in the warehouse, maybe another month or so, right? Before it got to the warehouse, um, you know, maybe been sitting at the manu- the manufacturers for another three weeks. So let's say all in all, two months from the time that it's looted, it's, it's manufactured to the time you bought it, right? Okay. Already... This is, you know, with most electronics that we have nowadays. Already, there's an update for it, Mm -hmm. right? But in order for you to update, you got to register. Now, these serial numbers, once they're stolen, they're pretty much marked off as stolen. Right. Right? It's going to come to a point where you can't register any stolen goods. Right, right. So now, does that product now become obsolete, or is there going to be just a? We think there's going to be a growth in like maybe a black market where I people mean, will jailbreak or do whatever to load stuff on. Possible. I mean, they might jailbreak it and stuff, or they might not. They might just wipe everything and stuff and just blacklist everything and stuff, and then you can't do it. Whatever. Right? It's technology. Mm, right. But at the end of the day, and stuff, whatever. I think the people that go that far, or whatever, they have to be educated and stuff, whatever. Not like formal school educate, but like even word of mouth and stuff be like, yo, you do know that if you steal that iPhone from there, they can blacklist it and stuff once you try to register IMEI. Right. Whatever, right? If they know and they still do it, then hey, that's that's them wasting their time. If they didn't know and stuff and everything like that and like, oh, so there's no purpose of me taking this, whatever, be like, yo, that's what it is. Some people aren't educated. You can't assume everybody knows. Right. Right? So, I mean, that's the thing. But a lot of people and stuff, they don't know or they don't think yeah. that far ahead where you might see it and stuff there. Because I think it was um, Tony Romo and stuff said it. He's like, to be a quarterback on the field, live in the game, is different from being a quarterback in the box oh, for talking sure. about the game. So, yeah. that's what I'm saying. When you're in that moment, you're, you're thinking and stuff is a different way compared to like stepping back from the situation and stuff, whatever. You probably step back from the situation. You're seeing this and you're knowing this. But people in that moment, they're like, ah, give me, give me, give me. Right. So there's different worlds. But, okay, what's the wildest stuff or wildest thing you heard people pro- like looting during the whole protesting stuff? Bro, bro, I heard some wild shit. The wildest stuff I heard about what, what they've been what they've been looting. Yeah, I've never, I haven't paid attention to it. No, I haven't been paying attention to it. Like I know, you know, the writings happening, the looting's happening. What they've been looting, I haven't really. Yeah, haven't been paying. Yeah, attention. I haven't really been paying any attention to it. What 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 have you heard? They stole a police horse. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Shut your ass up. You don't even know what you think. I see I seen a listen, I seen the video. You seen the hood Ryan Stone Cowboy going off on Sugarfoot? I seen it. <laughs> what had happened though was my, my boy sent it to me at work and while I was 
at work. You're trying to process it and do other I shit? Couldn't, I couldn't hear the audio to it. Oh. So all I seen was just the the, dude, the writing, dude. right? <laughs> Yo, he, so then, he had some forces on. No, he had Jays on. And he's riding the horse. I was like... When dude explained it to me, I was like, oh, this, that's insane. Yo, I think that was while... Um, what was the other shit? When they stole police cruisers, you know, police cruisers and stuff are getting stolen now and everything like that. But obviously, you can't go far with them because everything yeah. is tracked. Right. But I think one got on a chat. I still say, like, New York sometimes be, is undefeated. Yeah. Some dude must have stole a cruise and, and a thing and jumped on a dispatch, start cussing out dispatch. But dispatch is telling other cops where right. the car, like, where the right. car is located right. and they need to get to that car stuff. And he's like, you guys are pussy. You guys are pussy. Stop killing us. And then he just got off and everything. I was like, shit. Chirac. In Chicago. Did you hear about the zoo shit? The zoo? No, no. Yo, they no, released, no. like, giraffes in the street. There's a dude on the snap with a, with a monkey. They're like, some dude's like, this nigga done stole Curious George. <laughs> yo. I'm telling you, yo, you gotta pay attention to the function. Listen, man, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. just trying to, I'm trying to stay away from it all, man. I'm trying to just, yeah. I'm just trying to process what I need to process and just be away from it all because it's just, it's nuts. It's it is, nuts, man. It is whatever, right? And I mean, like, I think some of, like I said, some of that stuff, they're not educated. No, nah. they're, nah. they're, they're, not, they're not. Like I said, it's not formal school, but they don't, they don't know. And like a little guidance and stuff, whatever, like, you know, from the ones that do, I feel like it's, you know, you can just pitch out the word like, yo, my man, do you know what it takes to care for a, a monkey like that? Because some of those monkeys, they, they fling poo, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, so imagine yeah. you, you go to bed asleep and stuff, whatever, and you just wake up to on your face. You catch a poo slap. You get, you get, you get a poo slap and shit, you got shit in your face and everything. <laughs> Be like, George, I'm taking you back to the fucking zoo. No, nigga, you're going to jail. Nah, you take him back nah, to the nigga. zoo. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. Like, they just need to be, like, informed on certain type of things, though. Like, all jokes aside, though. Yeah. On some real talk stuff. Um, Let me ask you this. Do you think black people need black celebrities, especially in these times, to speak up? Uh, I don't think... Let me see. Well, you feel 50-50 on it. I think there's, I think there's a need... For anyone who's in the public eye mm -hmm. to, to, to say something about it, mm -hmm. right? Do I expect all-out activism? No, I don't. I um I put I put celebrities in the same vote as uh police officers. Mm, why? I'm curious. Because both of them work for an establishment yeah. that typically are not kind or treated at, or have treated the black community kindly. Right? Okay. A lot of them are in systems where it, it doesn't fare well for the farewell for them if they speak out. So a lot of them have feel like they have their interests to protect. You know, I thought about I when you said that, you know what came to mind? Um the last dance thing. When they when it came to MJ and like I think it was like the yeah. politician in North Carolina. Yeah. And he said and Jordan said Republicans wear shoes too. Right. Wear, wear Nikes and stuff too, whatever, right? 
And a lot of people felt the type of way, and like MJ said it and stuff, but he's like, a lot of people felt the type of way when he said it, but he's like, there's no lie to it, which is very true. Yeah. But I'm like, when you were saying that, whatever, you're right, because his thing is that kind of like, yo, I need to make this money by selling my brand. Right. Whatever, right? No one's going to sell this brand for me. Right. I have to sell this brand, and I have to do what it takes to kind of sell this brand. Right. But then you have other people and stuff looking at him like, you got to be an activist. Yeah. Whatever, right? I don't think, like, I feel like a lot of black celebrities, they're probably kind of trapped in a box. Like, the same thing you're saying, they have to do for them. Mm. But I feel like, you know what kind of put them in their place and stuff, whatever? Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali is the greatest athlete of all time to me and stuff, all whatever, time. right? But I feel like the stuff that Ali did, it kind of, made you look at another celebrity and stuff a type of way or or athlete or something like that be like, yo, you got to do this shit. Yeah. You got to fall in suit because Ali went to jail and stuff, whatever, for two years, whatever, yeah. and everything. He stood his ground and stuff, whatever. Why you can't do the same? It's a different time, a different brand, it's a different company, it's a different you. Yes. You're not that man. Yes. You're not that person. Yes. So they expect everybody, like especially like black celebrities, to fall in suit to be like that and stuff, whatever, right? And it, it sucks. It's not fair to them. I don't think it's I don't think it's it's fair to them. But at the same time, though, I mean, you have a voice, right? Right. And injustice is injustice, regardless. Malcolm X, injustice to one is injustice to all. So when you don't. When you don't speak up against these things, mm-hmm. it just seems it just makes it seem that like you're complacent to it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And if you're gonna be complacent to it, what about your hundreds of thousands of fans who follow you? Mm-hmm. How are they gonna feel towards it, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if those fans is especially for for some of those fans who may not be of the black community, right? Or might may not be uh, uh, people of color, right? Mm-hmm. They're already on the fence of kind of you know what I mean, kind of kind of way in on a topic mm-hmm. because for them, I'm on the other team, right? True. I see you're suffering, I hear you suffering, but I'm on the other team, and I can't really relate to you. I I may not know you, but. I can relate though. I can relate to a a Will Smith because I've followed his career all this time. You know what I mean? I've watched all his movies, this, that, and the third. I know a lot lot about him. Oh, that's his stance on it? Now let me think about it then. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, you open, as a celebrity, when you have that that platform, Mm -hmm. And you utilize that platform. It makes a statement. Now, I'm not saying that you got to go out and you got to march every, you know, every parade that's out there. Mm. You got to stand on every podium that's out there. But at least, you know, let people know where you stand. True. You know what I mean? Just let people know where you stand and then go back to being a celebrity. But is it their business to know where you stand? I don't know if it's if if it's anybody's business to know where where 
anybody's stands. But the more we make it our mm. business to make other people know where we stand, mm. I think the better it's it is to fair. fight. The, I think it, I think the better the fight is. True, I agree. You know what I mean? If everybody lays it on the table and says, "Hey," and I'm not just saying black celebrities too. Celebrities in, in general, general, in general, celebrities in general should be out. You know what I mean? Should be outspoken against injustice against humanity. This is what this is. Facts. It's not a. It's not a black issue. Facts. It's an injustice against humanity. You know what I mean? Like what we're discussing. Yes. You know what I mean? From a monetary standpoint, from an economic standpoint, that's a black issue, mm-hmm. right? But what happened to George Floyd? That's a humanity issue. Right. Right? So everybody should be speaking out against that. Right. Regardless if you don't want to speak about any other issue, that alone we should all be on one accord with. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Because even like, I think, I can't remember where, but I seen a takedown with like two cops. Right. And one cop, two cops who took down like a white dude. The the, the 75-year-old. No, no, not not, not the push down. But they took down like a younger white dude and stuff, whatever, right? And one of the cops had his knee on a guy's neck. And the right. other cop and stuff, whatever. He took his knee and swung it off. And right. he's like, the fuck? This is the reason why we're here. And because right. the people are like, right. get your knee off his neck. Right. So it's not a black or white thing. It's a humanity it's thing. It's a humanity yeah, thing. it's a humanity thing. You understand? Thing. Absolutely. So from, from that, like every celebrity should be speaking out and saying, hey, yo, this is not right. And the fact that we know that it it." disproportionately happens to people of color needs to be addressed. If you don't want to say anything else after that, mm-hmm. fine. At least we know where you stand. And the more we know where people stand on it, because people stand on that side of justice and just afraid to speak up. Mm. Gotcha. Well, we, I guess we have an idea where Will and them stand. Certain, certain celebrities that already certain, spoke up. So yeah, certain, certain celebrities, cool, I mean, kudos for them. You know what I mean? They stand up. Certain well, celebrities well, jumped in. They, you know what I mean? They, they, they've made donations to this uh, this foundation, that foundation. You know what I mean? i seen uh, J. Cole out there walking. Um, there's been a lot. Don't get it wrong. There's been a lot of celebrities who've yeah. been out there marching them and protesting it and doing their thing. But, you know, it's just some of the the names what you expect to hear of, you know, you know, to come out and say Oprah? something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Oprah. But y'all want to shit on me when I cuss that motherfucker. No, but who's <clears throat> in the within the black community whose voice is more powerful than hers? Gail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When you said Will Smith. I I dig Will. I actually like Will the stuff and everything like that. And yeah, I think if, if Will, like, you know, certain people like like Will said something stuff like if I didn't hear anything from Will before, yeah. And then like I heard Will, like it whole weight of my world to kind of like change and, and shape me and move move me. Yeah. Not shape me, but just move me. Yeah. Be like, Okay, this is why I rock with you, and this is why I rock with your movies and everything. This is why you're on my Mount Rushmore of actors. <laughs> we'll get to that. No, no, let's get to it. We'll get to it. Let's get to it. Are you, are you going no, ahead? Why not? Why not? Mount Rushmore actors. Here you go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Will Smith. Right. Samuel L. Jackson. Right. Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson. That's my Mount Rushmore of actors. 
And did did you have Samuel Jackson on there before? Yeah, I did. You did it? Okay, okay. I did. And Will Smith. And oh, okay. no. Will, no, Will, Will's my switch. I switched Will, Will for Julia Roberts. Right, okay, right, 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 I right. I switched right, Will right, for Julia right, Roberts. Yeah, because I, I don't remember so much black faces on your Mount Rushmore before. <gasps> But, These are insensitive but times, anyway, smooth. But These anyway. are insensitive times. So, okay, give me your Mount Rushmore now. I have on my mount, Denzel Washington. Okay. Shit actor. Okay, go. I'm just joking. <laughs> He's decent. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm fucking with you. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing his face. Um... Alzheimer patient. <laughs> no, but he he played a hitman that was kind of losing his mind. <laughs> he played a hitman. That's damn near every movie, man. That's Tom Hanks. <laughs> That's Tom Hanks, baby. Okay, let's go. Uh, uh Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Okay, right? Robert De Niro. And then and then oh, I had one more. I I think I had Will Smith. I think I had him too. You know, we got no women on our shit. Fucking sexist. <laughs> Fucking sexist. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Denzel, though, Doc. Yes, Denzel. Denzel. You got I, a problem with Denzel? Denzel is a good actor, but he only plays one type of character. What one type? He plays more than one type of character. One type of character. Robert De Niro, same thing. Rob, no, Robert De Niro only came alive on Meet the Fockers. Name your rom com Robert De Niro played in. A rom com that he played in? I don't know. I'll wait. I don't know. I don't know, but he's played, you know, he's played a politician. He's played a hitman. He's played one comedy role, Meet the Fockers. That's okay. That's it. That's okay. He's What's the romance a, role? He's not a comedic actor. It, he doesn't have to be romantic, and I'm pretty sure. For Mount Rushmore, you got to have sure, versatility and I'm stuff. I'm pretty sure he's got, he's, got, he's got romantic. But you can't name it, though, You're right? right? I can't name it. Because that's what he said. No. <laughs> he doesn't be on Mount Rushmore. He's he's, not, I mean, that's shit. But he doesn't deserve to be on Mount actor. Rushmore. And he deserves to be on my Mount Rushmore. Your Mount Rushmore. Good. I've never visited your monument. You're <laughs> yeah. my Mount Rushmore. It's a waste of time. Your, your monument's a waste of time. Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. That's Woody Harrelson can play in so much damn type of roles. From white man to can't jump, true detective, you know, zombie land, versatile actor. All my Mount Rushmore people are versatile actors. Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Seven Pounds, Hitch, after Earth, science, all the above, everything. Samuel Jackson, the black man that plays in every damn movie. Are you really putting Woody Harrelson over Robert De Niro? Yes! Yes! I'm sorry for the and disrespect. Tom Hanks, and Tom Hanks I'm, over Denzel Washington. I'm sorry for the disrespect. For my what my, disrespect? My actors, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the disrespect. No disrespect. He has to a shit actors. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> no disrespect to Mars actors, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I think more people will be flocking to my Mount Rushmore than Mars. Maybe we should poll it. We'll poll it. Denzel is better than Tom Hanks. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we're gonna poll our Mount Rushmores and see whose is better. Yes. All right. All right. I'm with it. Good. We'll do that. We do that. We do that. Because Tom Hanks is still the greatest actor of all time, of our day. Mm. Tom, Tom Hanks is better than Denzel. Facts. Tell me a Denzel flick that can beat Tom Hanks' arsenal. We can go pound for pound. We go hit for hit. One movie I crush it. 
Toy Story. Toy Story? Toy Story. Man, you bugging. Name Denzel's animated movie. I'll wait. He don't need one. <laughs> Why are you waiting? For? You're a regular ass actor. He don't need an animated movie. Oh wait, He's okay. Denzel Washington. So my kids can't watch the Denzel Washington movie until they're adults. Yes, that sucks. And that's good. That sucks. We don't want them in our world until they're adults. No, and when and when they become adults and stuff, he'll be a prehistoric dinosaur and probably mm-hmm. a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. I know of Marlon Brando only from Godfather when he was old as shit, but he was probably popping back then. I heard he was a handsome dude. To me, he's this fat Don Corleone. Who also didn't do a cartoon. That was back then. Nice. They, didn't, they didn't have Pixar, baby. Pixar yeah. been pumping since way yeah. back when, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pixar's been yeah. pumping way back when. Just put up the Mount Rushmore's. We're going to have a battle of Mount Rushmore's, and we're going to see who's Mount Rushmore wins. I love it. I can't wait. We're going to see who Mount Rushmore. I can't Denzel wait. Denzel Washington. By Tom Hanks. Yeah, well, we got we both got uh, Will Smith, so that cancels out each other. Okay, so we'll... we'll, we'll okay. okay. So okay. then your Denzel versus... No, my, but, no, my but we'll, still, versus... we'll still put on the list, because if, if you're... No, no, they're going to be yeah. on the list, but yeah. they're just going to cancel out each other. My Denzel... Mm-hmm. Versus your Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. right? My Robert De Niro mm-hmm. versus your Woody Harrelson. Yes. Right? Right. And we got, got against my Leonardo DiCaprio? Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson? All right, all right we'll see. Samuel Jackson. All right, we'll see. He went from the bank, he went from the robber, from Robin McDowell's and coming to America mm-hmm. to where he is now, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's go. We're going to see. We're going to see. Okay. We're going to see. I just, just saying, I'm just saying, you know, we'll see what's up. Um, let's get to some other shit real quick. Um, ain't no bias in this either. Don't put, don't be putting no names on whose list is who. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want you, none of your, none of your fans to be jumping. Oh, Marv's list. Oh, oh okay. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like you have more fans than I do. No, well, 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 we. We won't know until we know. Okay. All right. Fair, fair, fair. Um, yo, I was looking at some shit, whatever, pertaining to, um, like, especially, like, 50 Cent and his son, with his ongoing beef and stuff, with his son, Marquise, his, his firstborn, and he had a lot of issues and everything and stuff like that, whatever, and I thought about something and stuff, whatever. He's like, yo, you can do so much for a kid until, like, whenever, right? Right. And I know baby, baby mama drama is a hell of a thing and stuff, whatever, too. Some people are fortunate not to get it. Yeah. And some people and stuff, they're just stuck with it. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. right? And a lot of times the resentment from, like, I want to say, in this case, the baby moms and stuff, whatever, will tend to flick on a child, whatever. I remember um, I seen Diary of a Tired Black Man, and there was a psychologist and stuff, whatever, who did, like, like behind-the-scenes talk, whatever. He said there's a thing called ABS, Angry Black Woman Syndrome. Not saying this is for every black woman, but it's saying, right. like, yeah. basically... A lot of bad that's happened to them, they inflict it onto the children. Okay. So if you're a little boy, they'll say, you ain't going to be shit like your daddy and everything like that and all the above. Negative connotation. Yeah. And if it's your little girl, they'll be like, don't pick up on a loser like your daddy. Right. Or some guy who's not going to be here for you like your daddy. Right. And then these kids go from kids to adults and they have this kind of notion in their head, whatever. So it's kind of like a, uh, that little girl might become a woman like, I don't need no man. I could do bad all by myself. Yeah. And the little boy would come up and be like, well, my mom was able to raise a child without my father in the picture, so I don't have to be there when I'm having a kid. Whatever, right? So 
what that whole thing and stuff came up like I heard the interview and stuff and I was listening to it and I was just kind of peeping and stuff and I said to myself and stuff whatever like I feel like for, I'm not paying 50 as no damn saint we know 50 is the number one terrorist and stuff in our world next to um, Takashi 69 mm-hmm. whatever right but I can see somewhat of his point of view and he's like, yo, you can just keep doing things and stuff for the day. Like, you get tired and stuff, whatever. My question to you is, how long do you love something that doesn't love you back? Like, how long do you keep just pushing out the love and stuff for there? And it's not just like a, a parental type of thing, but even like, say if you had love for anybody else or even something. I think I think that question is a little bit hard to answer because... Everybody has their own tolerance level. I can agree to that. You know what I mean? It's like like certain things that I may be able to put up with, mm-hmm. you might not be able to put up with. Or vice versa, right? But what is pertaining to your world, though? Let's say it's pertaining to just your world. Let's say, for example, uh, I don't want to play devil's advocate so soon, but finish what you're saying. Go ahead. Okay, I would say for me, Probably maybe a month and a half. For pertaining to what? A month and a half for what? A relationship? Yeah. A child, like a parental type of thing? Or what? A relationship? Relationship. I can dig that. So what about like um, a passion? You can have love for a passion and stuff for her, but it just don't, I want to say, it just quote unquote don't love you back. Um... But I think with that you you might invest a lot of you might invest a lot of time before you find that it doesn't love you back. Because so that might be something longer than a month and a half. Uh, it'll be definitely. So be how long would that be? Like, because all right, you cover relationship. Yeah. Again, I mean that like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing it's it's going to be 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 dependent on the individual, right? Because. What do you, what's your measure of success in it all? Right? Um, what is it at what point, what or what is it that got you to the point where you feel that it no longer loves you back? Because some people might feel that way after three weeks. Mm-hmm. Some people might feel that way after three months. Some people might feel that way after three years. Right. Right. But again, it's it's an it's an individual thing. I've, You're right, I've and I'm talking to you, individual. How long would it be for to say something like, I don't know, let's say, podcasting? But I would never look at it as it not loving me back. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know. I don't know if that makes any sort of sense because you're because you're saying and stuff, your monikers and stuff, whatever. You're quantifying or not quantifying. That's wrong choice of words, but it's kind of like. You're using, or you, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you're saying that, let's say, for example, fans like, yes, we support your show. We love the show and everything like that. That's your marker to keep going. But you're identifying, that's love though. No. Okay. My marker to keep going is the fact that I love doing it. Mm -hmm. The fact that you love doing it. Right. Right? Whether it loves us back, it doesn't matter to us. Because we'll do it because we love it. So what if they, let's say, what if there was like, there was like, a, like put it this way. Ahead. 
even if it loved us back, right? Mm-hmm. But we no longer loved it. Would we can would would it make sense for us to continue doing it? No, no. So so that's what I'm saying. Like when the love is not equal, when the, when the love is not not even when the love is not equal. Mm-hmm. As long as we love doing it and it makes us happy, I don't think if it loves us back or, or not is important. Or lo- it loving us back is a bonus. So, okay. So that realm, like let's say, like let's say, like the the business realm, is different from the relationship realm. Yes. Because if you're in a relationship and stuff, like it doesn't matter if you don't love me. I love you regardless. I'm just keep doing what I got to do and stuff whatever for you. That's but relationships that relationships is different though. Right. Yeah, I mean we we we're saying because you first asked relationship. No. Yeah. In a relationship, you need that recipro- reciprocation. You need Facts. that. Facts. Right? It's like it's not a one-way street. Right? Right? Where where this is where where you if you're in business, a lot of times people are in business and don't make no money. But they love doing what they love doing. Because they do it for the love. They do it for the love, right? right? So it's not the fact that... The fact that they don't make no money off of it, you can say it doesn't love them back. Right. Hmm. I dig it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? So at the, at the end of the day, it, 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 comes, it becomes an individual choice now where you, where you know... Lo- I think... And that's what I say. When you no longer love... Love it no more. Mm-hmm. Then I guess like all the all the stars and all the things are gone out of the way. Mm-hmm. Your graduation is cracked, and you see it for what, what it, it is, is, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Well, I'm just wasting my time just doing all this because there's nothing in it for you no more. Right? Because I feel like right? a lot of a lot of people they've been doing it and stuff, and then when you hear them like, I want to say athletes are kind of different. Yeah, because your body can only take so much as it a only human takes being. So much. Right, right. But I want to say like if you're a musician and stuff, whatever, I'm like. If you always love music and stuff, when did you fall to a point where you say you're just gonna retire? Like when do you fall come to a point and stuff and say like you're not gonna do it and stuff like that no more? Where like even if the label said, like, you know what, you can't do it under this name and stuff and everything like whatever. Yeah. Why you just can't switch it up or you just can't do like free hits or something like that. But even I think even with those who retire, mm-hmm. Yeah, they may retire from the maybe like the business side of it, but I don't think they like they truly truly retire. I think you know, what I mean, they might be at home doing something, mm-hmm. or they might be away. You know, what I mean, just doing. You know, what I mean, just doing doing what they're used to doing. It's just not no longer in a a business setting or a setting where it re, it garners it having to love you back. Gotcha. Okay, and you know like, what I'm saying? Like, no, it's, no, like, I get it's it. like it's like it's like like Prince. Like Prince retires from making records, right? right? But if he gets up one day and walks across his living room and sees his guitar there, he's probably gonna pick it up and play he's something. Play something, right? Because yeah. that's his passion. That's his passion. That's what he loves doing. Right. And it, and until he stops loving that, then for him, then you know what I mean. Everything else on top, everything else that he receives from that is a bonus. He already he's already loving what he's doing. Gotcha. Right? So anything on top of that is a bonus. It's loving him back on top of that. Okay. That's cool. All right. Last thing. Parent and child. To bring it back to the 50 Cent and his son situation. If a parent, does a parent keep loving their child even if their child doesn't love them? Yeah. Yeah? 
I think so. I mean, I think there's things called. I I believe in I believe in unconditional love. Explain. I believe that you can you can have you can have so much love for a person mm-hmm. or even sometimes a thing mm-hmm. that no matter what they do say or or whatever won't change that hmm. whether it's whether it's considered healthy or not or whether it's considered smart or not who knows right but i mean there's you have that saying love is blind you have you know all these types of all these types of sayings that kind of dis, dis, just kind of describes that. Love, yeah that kind of describes that right but at the end of the day you know i think love loving unconditionally is is what that is if even if that person doesn't love you back per se and i think with your especially with your with your children it's i mean the, the obviously the bond is unique <clears throat> right and in in some ways i guess stronger in some ways i don't extra like you you probably would be able to write off a stranger quicker than you would be able to write off your own child right you know what i mean so i think that would probably play a, a dynamic in the fact <clears throat> that yeah they might not love love you but you still love them type of deal huh. I don't know. Me, I, I, I'm I different from that, whatever, because I feel like, yo, you can give so much and stuff, whatever, right? You know what book I have for my son? The mm-hmm. Giving Tree. Right. I, I read it to him and stuff periodically. I read I read him a different, um, I read him like other smaller short reads and stuff, whatever, but The Giving Tree, I try to make sure like dad, oh, the place you can go, certain type of books, I kind of read often yeah. to kind of lock into his brain and stuff like that. So he knows the book. If I put the green book in front of him, yeah. he knows this is The Giving Tree book and he knows we're going to spend time to read it. And, the Giving Tree gave so much that it became a stump mm. to the child. Mm. Whatever, to the child became a man and everything like where it had nothing left. I don't feel like you should do all of that. Right. And a parental aspect and stuff, I feel like you should give enough because you are who you are before you had the child. But yeah. you've changed, hopefully for the better. Yeah. To help provide for the child. So I'm not saying like you should be left to like a half stump and everything. But at least if you have no branches left, but you're still a tree that still kind of can stand, I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I agree. But I mean, at, at the same time, when when I say love and love unconditionally, you can you can love people from a distance because some people are some people can be toxic toxic to you, Ooh. right? Ooh, preach. So preach. You knowing that that person is. Toxic for you doesn't mean that you don't like you don't love them or you you'd love them any less. It's just that you recognize you recognize what loving them may take or what loving them might take from you. Your soul, so, <laughs> your soul. So yeah. You love them from you. You love them from a distance. You still have love for them, right? I have like for them. <laughs> I don't know if it's, if you like this. If it comes to a point where I feel like you're you're taking too much from me, yeah. And I'm like losing like my sanity and stuff in the process. Peace of mind is not cheap. Peace of mind is not cheap. So if I realize I'm losing my peace of mind and stuff, whatever, for me doing all the above and then some for you and stuff, whatever. Right. You're right. I have to love you from a distance. There's not much I can do from you and yeah. everything. Cause I'll be damned 
you're going to turn me into a stump of a damn giving tree and stuff. If I didn't give you my branches, apples, all the above for years and years on end, whatever, when do I have anything for me? You got to love yourself before you can love anybody else. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I feel like if if you don't realize, if you don't recognize that I love you, I'm doing this and stuff, whatever, for you, and you keep you keep just want to take, take and stuff, whatever, from me, I'm like, yo, look here, man. I've fallen out of love for you. I have fallen into like for you. So if I do anything more for you, it's because I like you, not because I love you. <laughs> that's just it. I mean, that's just, that's just how I feel. Just, you know. Yeah, mm. no, no, you're right, you're right. All right, um, let's get to one last real point and stuff for that for this week and everything and shit. Who comes first in a man's life? Mother? The man's mother? Mm-hmm. His wife? Or his child? I would say his wife. Why? Because uh, I, I think that's the first... That's the first lady... That you find that you you feel that is good enough to replace your mother. Oh, shit! Oh, felt like I heard Michael Jackson sing just a while ago. <laughs> that was that was that was deep. That was a deep kind of. No, if you think about it, right? no, when you think when you have a deep dive to yeah, it, yeah, yeah, you, you're you, absolutely right. When you really think about it, right? Like your whole you spend so much time under the love and tutelage from your mom, right? Mm-hmm. And you've gone, you've grown to respect the person who she is mm-hmm. and the qualities that she possesses. And now you right? take up a woman. You're looking for a and woman. You're looking for, you're looking for a woman exactly. that, can, that can produce that for exactly. you on a, on a different kind of level. Right, right. right. And Women tell you always, you know what I mean? Women say it all the time. All the time. Men are always trying to look for women that are like their mother? Not, not only that, some women feel like they can't compete with their mother, with, 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 the, guy's with, mother? With, the, with the guy's mom, right? And it's not even the fact that you're looking for someone to be competing, but you know what you want. Hmm. You know what you're looking for. No, I get what you're saying. Right? So you kind of have that measuring... Your mom kind of becomes the, that measuring stick. Mm-hmm. Right? So... You're not really, you're not really willing to go past or go beneath that measuring stick of of your mom, right? You know what I'm saying? So if you find that woman, she probably is just gonna be on equal keel, almost equal keel, or if not, in some ways, probably just a little bit better. She has to be better. She's giving you cooch. She was, yeah, <laughs> she, yeah, she giving you. Which probably reason why you might love her a little yeah. bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, me. When I when I heard of the question, I said child. You said child? Because I feel like, like contrary to what I just said and stuff whatever before with the whole giving tree aspect and stuff, whatever. Yeah. I feel like you will always have a love and admiration for your mother. Mm-hmm. And without your wife, you can never, or I'm hoping, yeah. you know, yeah. positive thinking. Without your wife, you can never have your child. Right. But there could come a time and stuff where your mother might pass. Mm-hmm. Your wife might not be your wife no more. Mm-hmm. But this child is still connected to you. True. And I feel like if it comes to a point where like the wife and stuff is no longer like your wife or no that that woman and stuff, whatever. Yeah. 
DNA don't lie. <laughs> DNA don't lie. All right, so let me paint you another scenario. Go ahead. There comes a point where your mother may pass. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Your child grows up and leaves you. Mm-hmm. And now it's just you and your wife. Mm-hmm. And she's got to put up with you for the rest of your life. And, I, and, I, and that's dope. And that's, that's, what I, that's what I hope for. I mean, that's the reason why I got married the first time, right? Right. right. For that aspect and stuff with her. But maybe it might be... There's a part in the back of my mind... I'm not putting anybody on a pedestal, but I just look at it like everybody's human mm-hmm. and everybody's capable of like, like, I don't want to say faults, but not everybody's perfect. No. Not everybody's perfect and stuff and everything like that, whatever. So in my world, I might hold a person to a high regard. And if they don't live up to expectations and stuff like that, whatever, in my world, that's right. on me. Right. So, and if you do, it's kind of low expectations, high rewards. So I'm not shitting on like, you know, future wife to be or whosoever and stuff, whatever. But I'm just looking at stuff as that like I've been around in a dance before where where I thought it would have been something, but it wasn't. Right. But I'm not saying I'm frying you with that person's oil, but it's just you have to work with me to understand the stuff, whatever. This is how I think. Yeah. But regards to the fact I can't disown my child. Okay. In my role. Okay. Wifey, yeah, together forever, yeah. When my, when my kid do his own damn thing and stuff and forget about me and everything like that, he might put his wife in a high regard. Fuck pops. He might. And I'm going to be like, just come home for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Just visit once in a while. Once in a while, once in a while. So I just want to make sure you still look the same, you know? Yeah, yeah. You go away, you vanish for a few years and you come back and stuff, whatever, and be like, yeah, plastic surgery. <laughs> like, who are you? Yeah. Who are you again? This is new. Um, let's get to the question of the week and so we can slide up out of this piece. Question of the week comes from yours truly, and you know I'm a certified asshole. I come with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm, okay. This one might come in the ugly genre. All right. Let's hear it. What would you do if you woke up with two dicks? Uh... Scratch my head twice. <laughs> Which, Which head? head? <laughs> <laughs> We're both fucked. You know that, right? No, we're both fucked. Okay, okay. Okay. If I woke up with two penises, I'd probably use the washroom a lot quicker. <laughs> Yeah, I think they were empty for the same, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. Yo, so that pencil is fast. Yeah, buddy! Twice as fast. <laughs> side by side or up and down? Up and down. Up and down. Yeah. You know how awkward you'd have to walk if they were side by side? But check it. The Legend of the Bulge, though. Because if you can go a lot of places... If you get, like, some boxer briefs that's tight enough, you can mm-hmm. hold the two dicks in one thing, mm-hmm. and one might catch you with the Legend of the Bulge, you might, like, God damn, you working with something. So you don't know it's two for the price of one. But if it's one on top of the other, that one on the bottom is pushing one on top even further out. Mm. Legend of the Bulge. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, up and down, up and down. Up and down, yeah. I can work with up and down. If I woke up and stuff, I realized up and down. What I think that that first piss is going to be a learning experience. He's going to learn. Gonna learn something today. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that 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 moment. I might have to call in sick that day with her because I have to get my shit together first. Yeah. I'm gonna realize that I'm gonna freak out, have like a mild like panic anxiety attack. Right. Then I'm gonna turn on a porn. I gotta see what. How, you see both. both yeah, of them I see if, I can, if I can jerk both of them at the same time. <laughs> The fact is just like, you know, like, like milk in a cow? Yeah, like, you know, like, dee, 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 dee. and see, you know, do they come simultaneously? Do they buy fire off one at a time? I know, I think they'd have to shoot take on. You think so? I, I, I think so. I think so. You think so? Yeah. So what if you stroke in one light and then you stroke another one kind of heavy? You still nah, think, I still think it's both. Yeah, yeah. At the same time? Like, I think it's mind control, man, like Debo. <laughs> mind? You think yeah, so? Yeah, I think it's mind control like Debo. Maybe your dicks might work like that. I think mine's might be individual because I look at it like this. What if, if, what if you only tug one and the other one's still nuts? That's a sad day in the mm. universe, my G. That's a sad day in the universe, my G. Because suppose you were a chick and you explain to her, like, yo, I got two dicks. And she's probably like, oh, shit. When you finish with one... And if I didn't get mine, I can finish off with the other. And then she realizes, don't put that Yeah. That's not how it really works. <laughs> she gonna put your ass on a Twitter blog or she gonna, they gonna go in on your ass. Two dicks, both you, of them. You better be a, both of them worthless. <laughs> <laughs> One dick with two useless dicks. And we're like, what? Let me, and she might tell her friends, like, girl, let me explain how this new. And yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that, 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 that will suck. I think it'd be a party for, like I said, if, if, you, if you get a chick that's into like anal. Two dicks, one butt. What? what not even. <laughs> damn, that's kind of. It ain't gay. It it's ain't you. Gay. It ain't gay. It's you. You can do DP at, at any given Sunday. Two dicks, one butt. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's get to the ass of sons. <laughs> ass of sons. One, first one comes from. Riley Alley, is it okay to catfish your significant other online? Hmm. I'm going to say, I want to say yes. You want to say yes? I want to say yes. But but why are you wanting to and not fully saying yes? Because I feel like if you have to catfish your significant other, I don't think that person's for you. Right. Yeah. I don't think that person's for you. But I mean, like, if if you if you're not putting in that much stuff in it or you're not that invested, I think a little catfish won't hurt. <laughs> if somebody, somebody knew you're trying to feel it, feel the yeah. mouth, trying to see all where everything is. Yeah, like you don't got that much invested, I mean? and you're trying yeah. to you're trying to figure out whatever, right? Because yeah, yeah. I remember I was talking like you know me dating and stuff and everything like where a girl told me and stuff with her. She was talking to a dude, and clockwork, 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. He'll always do a, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to go to my bed. Right. Whatever, right? To like one day, they're in a nice-ass phone conversation and stuff, and laughing, kikiing and everything, yeah. and having a good thing. Yeah. And it hit like 11.24, and then she just heard a woman in his background and stuff, and they're like, who are you talking to on the phone and stuff? And then he hung up on her, click, and he hung up on her and shit like that, whatever, right? Because <laughs> she's like, oh, that's the reason why he's always trying to tap out at 11, because this woman probably finished work at 11, gets home like a little bit after that. Right. Whatever, right? Right. And I think if like a person like her was the catfish and stuff and see some shit, she probably would have realized that my man mm. probably had somebody and stuff like that. Probably. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, who knows? But 
Yeah, if you're not that invested in stuff, whatever, that's it. In- investigation shit. You're trying to figure out who the you're person to, is. Of course. You're trying to figure of out who the person is. You're also trying to figure out where you might stand, right? So it's like... Facts. You, I never assume I'm the only dude in a girl's world until until she tells me. You jump in, you know, man, you might be catfishing and that person might say, oh, well, I'm sort of talking to so-and-so and so You might like, you on the other end of the catfish, like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like sometimes you just want to know where you stand. True. So, what about you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, you with it? Yeah, I'm with it. It's, it's, but I mean, same conditional. If, if, like, if it's your, if you're deep in this relationship, you should be having to no. have the need to catfish anybody to find out where you stand. No. He should already know at that point, man. Adam rocks eighty four. What movie universe would be the worst to live in? Gotta be Star Wars, man. Star Wars? Yeah, gotta be Star Wars. World War Z. World War Z, yeah. Those fuckers, those zombies run, dog. And they run in packs. Walking Dead, they walk. I can deal with that. No, you're not. I felt like only like the first three seasons Walking Dead zombies walked. You think they ran in the other seasons? No, they just, they herded. Listen, they man. moved in a herd. For walking, they moved pretty quick because I would see people running away from them and still not shake them. But they, I think they run stupid. They run, they run like they in like fucking uh, Jason Friday Thirteen movie. Star Wars, not that bad, man. Star Wars, it looks so every world you go, it's just so bland and so you know what I mean. It's like, I don't have to be a Jedi or a Sith. Vacant, man. Maybe a stormtrooper that don't get killed. <laughs> and there's tons of them. There's. Tons of people who are just regular people on stores that get killed. They don't mm-hmm. have the luxury of being a, a Sith or a Jedi. Uh-huh. Yeah. True. Uh, last question comes from Shayla Bad. What song gets even better when you know its context? Uh, for me, I got a few now. Come to think about it, I got one. What's yours? I think it's Sister Sledge. What song is that? In the Bush. How'd I go? Push, push, in the bush. Push, <laughs> push, in the bush. You know I like to get down. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the song already. I might even play it when <laughs> we're going back home. Um, I want to say this is America. Charles Gambino won. Yeah. But I think the another one that came to mind and stuff was Who Let the Dogs Out? Because I didn't pay that song no attention. It was just an annoying song. Yeah. But then, like, somebody's like, I don't think you pay attention to the lyrics. And I'm like, and then somebody's like, it's about ugly chicks and stuff that are going out to the club. It's <laughs> like, really? I was like, they're like, yeah, who let the dogs out? I was like, that. I was like, yo. and then when he peeped the lyrics, was it really about yo. going out to the club? Yippee, yeah, yo. <laughs> yo. That one, and, um, Phil Collins in the air tonight. I never paid, like I said, like the first time when I when I heard the song, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, it was a good song. But then pay attention to the lyrics and it goes in. And then somebody gave me the context of the story because they're a Phil Collins fan, like head to toe. Right, right, right. And they said that, like, you know, like um Was it something tragic was it something tragic that happened? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. His friend 
Him and his friend were by a pool, and they fell in somebody's backyard in the pool. Right. And so like, when you looked at me and you were drowning, he didn't know how to swim. Yeah. So he ran out to the middle of the street, stopped the truck and stuff, whatever, and told the guy, like, his friend is drowning. Can you please help him? Yeah. And yeah. the guy just kind of, like, get the hell out of the street and then drove around. And then his friend fully drowned and died. And he went to, like, he gave the police, like, the, the guy's plate and license and everything, got his guy's address. Yeah. And... Anytime he's in his hometown, he would send two tickets for that guy. I don't know if the guy, the guy's probably, you know, dang gone. I don't know. But he sent two tickets to that guy's house because he said he wants to sing that song to the guy front row and center center, and sing the lyrics to him. Yeah. Whatever, right? Because the hurt still shows and the pain never goes, you know? He just wants to let that dude know yeah. stuff how he feels. Nah, and I was yeah, like, when, damn. When, yeah, when I heard the story behind it, I was like, and then, yeah, you're right. When when you listen back to the lyrics, like, that's, I can hear you calling effort. me. Yeah. In the air of the night, hold on. Like, like, yeah, he, yeah, like, he's, he's, like, like, like he's like, yo. Hold on, don't die. Hold, yeah, yeah. Don't die, hold yeah. on. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to, you know, get this happening and stuff for you, right? So, yeah. That was it for me, man. Mm. Yeah. Push, push in, in the bush. bush. Push, push in the bush. You know I like to get down. <laughs> I'm gonna play for you after this, after this episode. I'm gonna play for you. <laughs> um, so say the sons for the week. Uh, you're wrong if you think you're right all the time. So, so say the, the sons. sons. You agree? Yeah. There's no such thing as perfection. And it's very narcissistic Narcissistic if you feel that you can do no wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. We sweet? We sweet. We sweet, man. All right, man. Let's just slide up out of here. Once again, folks, thank you for listening to the Particle Sons. Remember the difference between genius and stupidity. That genius has its limits. Peace and love. Y'all be safe. Peace and love. And look out for Denzel's face on Mount Rushmore. Oh, expect this one coming. And to the folks that might get to this after the poll, we know Tom Hanks is a better actor. <laughs> Peace! <laughs> the Podical Sons with Not Your Average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. Mm-hmm.